Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I have come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, Today I just wanted to share with you some thoughts. I'm not going to be interviewing anyone, just um, some insights I had in terms of intuitive eating. So um, I've been thinking a lot about this and I kind of feel nervous to bring it up because I know some people might be triggered by this, but I wanted to put it out there and get a feel for it. So um, sometimes when... I sometimes I feel like people who read intuitive eating or health at every size, um, they find this like they they have this aha moment and it's incredible and I know that I experienced that. But there is also this sort of like I, I think people get angry, like I th- which makes sense, but I think they get angry at people who have perpetuated diet culture in their life and who have told them that if they would just lose weight, they would be happier or they would be healthier or everything would fall into into place. So there, there's been this whole anti-diet movement. Now, I don't have a problem so much with the anti-diet movement because I think that at its core, the value is that we want to reject diet culture. But I do think that, let's say on social media, Instagram, um, there's a lot of talk around like there's a lot of like shaming people for being on a diet. And I, and I personally think that's wrong. I don't have an issue with anyone being on a diet. I don't, something might be triggering to me or I might not want somebody to make a mention about my body or the way that I'm eating. And that could be my own boundary situation that I might say like, Oh, you might not talking about that in front of me and they can or, or, or can't whatever they decide do, but it's really my responsibility to, boundary myself in a way that feels comfortable and not impose that on other people. So if I ask someone to please not talk about dieting or my body or that type of stuff in front of me and they say, um, I'm still going to, that's up to them, you know? And I think that a lot of people who have been really, really negatively affected by diet culture, let's say people who have struggled with eating disorders or severe disordered eating, they feel sort of like this injustice that diet culture has done to them. And they, they, so they feel like this injustice, they feel like it's not fair. People shouldn't be allowed to talk about this stuff. People shouldn't be, um, even like on a bigger level, like this is harmful. This shouldn't be, people aren't, shouldn't be as vocal about it or they should keep their diets to themselves. But We live in America. We live in a free country. People are allowed to say whatever they want. And I do think that it's our job as much as possible to 
boundary ourselves in a way that feels good to us. And we don't have to necessarily impose it on other people. So, um, and I know that's even in and of itself controversial because so many people who have been so negatively affected by diet culture are like, how do you know how like painful this is? Do you know how hurtful this is? So I think that just as adults, we have to decide who we hang around with, what we hang around with, and we have to be discerning. And sometimes we encounter something that does trigger us or does upset us, but we could deal with it and we can learn to deal with it, whether that's on our own or with a therapist or a friend for that specific thing. But I don't think that people, you know, I, and I also think that, um, one of the issues with diet culture is the black and white thinking that comes with it. Like there's good foods and there's bad foods. And I think that a lot of people who go from diet culture to intuitive eating, they also experience a lot of black and white thinking around diet culture. Like that's bad. That person is bad. And I think that they're, you know, I understand why they have those feelings, but I think that it's important to label and recognize those, that black and white thinking that just because somebody, you know, maybe has not um, read intuitive eating or doesn't completely feel aligned with it. That doesn't mean that they're a bad person or that they're wrong because we have to learn to be respectful and we have to learn that sometimes things work for some people and sometimes they don't work for other people. I don't believe that intuitive eating is one of those things that work for some people and that don't work for other people. I think that it's more of like a complete new set of belief systems. And I think that that might be where it's mis construed on social media where it's like people will post pictures of foods that they haven't let themselves eat for many years because of diet culture and then they're like intuitive eating eat whatever I want and then everyone's like oh my god intuitive eating is just eat whatever you want and that's just such a small glimpse into what intuitive eating is there's 10 principles of intuitive eating they all work together they're not easy to implement like you have to really sort of do a complete overhaul of your belief system and who you are and what your values are. And I think that that sounds like maybe dramatic to people who are used to just going on a diet because going on a diet, you, you may not, you may not have to dump your belief systems out. Let's say like your belief systems are all in a drawer and you take the drawer and you dump it on the table and you look at it like, okay, I've had this belief system ingrained in me since I was a child. Thin equals beautiful. Thin equals worthy being on a diet is a good thing. It means you have self-control and intuitive eating will turn all those things on its head. And I think that you get to choose if that resonates with you or not. It's not that we have to convert everybody and make everybody believe that intuitive eating is the only way to go. So like I, I really am talking from experience because as soon as people find out that I am a dietitian, they ask me like, how do I lose weight? Is this healthy? how do I get my kids to eat? You know, the, the typical questions, which is totally normal. And I think I used to be like, why did they, they ask me that? So annoying. Why are they asking me that? Because dietitian, people think I put people on diets. <laughs> um, I spent many years learning um, what nutrition is. And then I spent a bunch of other years learning about intuitive eating. So you can't expect a person who hasn't, you know, delved into the science of nutrition or the research behind intuitive eating to really know what it is. And Hence, there are people like me and lots of other great people out there doing this as a profession, debunking the myths around nutrition, debunking the myths around um, healthy eating, nutritious eating, or what is healthy, what's not healthy, understanding how the fear of food could be even more dangerous than the food itself. You know, there are people out there doing really amazing work. So 
Um, I just think that this has just been um, sitting on my head for a while and I wanted to share. And I, I know that some people like they don't like they don't want to hear this. They want to hear that, like dieting is bad. Dieting is wrong. And and I just I just want people to have a different perspective, a different view that people have to do what they think works for them. You know, we have a whole life to explore and try different things and try on different belief systems and try on different behaviors that we, that we might enjoy or don't enjoy or help us grow as people. Right. So it's not fair for us to see a tiny glimpse of someone else's life and to judge and to say like, they're on a diet, they're bad, they're doing something wrong. It's going to backfire. Right. And like, no one really likes unsolicited advice. I I hate to break it to you, but I don't really like it and I don't think other people like it. So if somebody comes to me because I'm a professional and they're asking me for my advice, I'm happy to give it. But otherwise, if I'm at a, if I'm somewhere and they're asking me about my food choices, I could do a bunch of different things. However, I feel I could say I'd rather not talk about my food. I'd rather not, you know, I, I, this is kind of funny, but I was reading the book, um, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone by Lori Gottlieb. And she's a therapist. And she, she said that a lot of times when she's flying somewhere, um, and she tells the person next to her uh, what she does. Like she says, she's a therapist. The person says, oh, are you going to psychoanalyze me? And she says, why would I do that here? If I were a gynecologist, would I do a pelvic exam? So it's like, I kind of think about that also. Like I want people, I do want people to know that like when I am with them at a gathering where there's food, like I'm not looking at your food and I don't want to talk about my food choices. I know maybe some people who are dietitians or nutritionists or health coaches, they kind of want to talk about it or they might want to preach about it. I I personally don't, but that's kind of like my job to say like, oh, I don't really want to talk about this. Or if I'm in the mood, I can, you know, but like everyone really gets to make that choice. So just something that I've been thinking about and I wanted to uh, put it out there and see if this resonates with you. And if you have any feedback or questions about it, I would love to answer it. Okay. Have a great day. Okay, another point I wanted to make is that um, just like the authors of Intuitive Eating, Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch, when they first wrote the book, they did not realize that it was going to create this huge movement, nor did they know um, that like even mentioning weight or numbers could be triggering. And they, they learned that by putting the book out there, you know, using it in their counseling, reevaluating to make the second version, then to make the third version. And now the fourth version is coming out in, in, in June. So I just think that, I think that this goes back to like vulnerability and putting ourselves out there and um, learning something new, being open-minded to learning something new and also learning, understanding that we might have to pivot or change based on research that comes out or based on our own anecdotal um like our own anecdotal observation when working with clients. And I think that that's how intuitive eating evolved to what it is today. And it was created more than 30 years ago. So I just think that it's important for us to be open-minded and to understand that intuitive eating is an amazing tool and um, not to take it, not to also say like, okay, like the diet industry or the diet culture is like, we have to, I mean, I do think it's important to reject diet mentality. I just think that it's also important to like be civilized and to also understand that intuitive eating is way more than just eat whatever you want and accept yourself. You know, there's like, it's like a really well-researched, well-explained thing. If you read the book, if you get the workbook. So, and 
I also always recommend this if you are new to intuitive eating and you're feeling like, I don't know if this is like the way I want to go or I'm not sure. Um, immerse yourself in the culture, listen to podcasts, really read the book. Don't just like say, oh, I want to do that because like that sounds really good. I can eat whatever I want, you know, like really do your research and understand like what the research is saying and, and, and see what resonates with you. Thank you all so much for being here on my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and what intuitive eating is, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on Instagram at Gila Glassberg. Thank you so much. Have a great day.